Hi, this is Jeff Kober with Disney at Work and Play. Today's podcast is um, a little different. You notice my intro music not being used, I'm not doing a lot of promos. I wanted to talk about the coronavirus outbreak and I wanted to treat it in a serious fashion. I wanted to treat it um, as, um, as um, with all the soberness it deserves. Um, first of all, uh, theme parks are not as important as personal lives and, and the effect that they have. So we have to put that in context because this website's about parks and, and the fun of it and all that involved with the magic of Disney. But, uh, but coronavirus is very serious. I do not pretend to be a healthcare expert here. I do not pretend to be, um, a government official in all this or to speak. Uh, this is a moving scenario, but I thought that this was a really good time to kind of take a look at what's happening and where things are going in this, uh, in the advents of this outbreak, especially because uh, there is now more than half of the Disney resorts across the world. There are six Disney resorts across the world and three of those are closed. Um, and one is very close to, to closing, leaving only the U.S. parks open. So it's, I think it's a good time to kind of share some context, having been to all of these resorts worldwide and having kind of looked at it over the last uh, well, over a month now, I think it would be well to kind of share um, what is uh, my observation, what's going on, and what we know about this disease at this time. Hopefully, it will better inform you as to your decisions to travel, as your decisions to just take care of your own general health. So, um, in January 25th um, of this year, uh, the Walt Disney Company made a um, announcement that said in response to the prevention and control of the disease outbreak and in order to ensure the health and safety of our guests and cast, Shanghai Disney Resort is temporarily closing Shanghai Disneyland. Disney Town, including the Walt Disney Grand Theater and Wishing Star Park. Shanghai Disney was the first to close as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. And um, it continues to be closed. Not long thereafter, Hong Kong Disneyland almost immediately closed as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so you have a little bit of sense of uh, the what is coronavirus and what, what is it causing and what is it doing. Um, to people, um, um, the Centers for Disease uh, Control and Prevention (CDC) estimate that usually about 19 million Americans um, will end up with the flu sometime. In uh, um, in fact, um, in this last season, about 180,000 have ended up in the hospital with the flu. Uh, about 10,000 Americans have died, including more than 60 children. Um, so, um, the CDC estimates that in last year's flu season, 
there were about 36,400 flu uh, to 61,200 flu-related deaths. And that's a that's kind of a big gap between 36,000 and 61,000. But you got to understand that it's hard to just say it was this thing. Sometimes there are other factors involved in terms of the age of an individual or their, their own uh, other things that they may have been carrying so far. Um, coronavirus shows currently that 2% of the cases have been fatal, which is I think people said like 20 times more than what the average flu has taken. So in truth, there is truth to the statement that people have made said that you're more likely to die of the, there are more people dying of the flu than there are dying of coronavirus. Um, however, um, the vi coronavirus seems to take a greater mortality rate, it seems to show that at, cur at, at current rates that 2% of those who get that virus, um, those cases end up being fatal. So the likelihood of dying from coronavirus seems much higher right now than it does by getting the common clue. Now, on another hand, there's an expert that stated in a Washington Post article that although about 2,000 cases had been reported, of coronavirus, about 100,000 people were probably sick. So probably what is happening is we're undercounting the cases um, of how many people are uh, really impacted by coronavirus, and that increases um, the infection's mortality rate. Um, consider also um, SARS. SARS killed about 10% of those who seemed to, uh, and SARS was um, severe acute respiratory syndrome. And when it occurred in 2003, there were, a, there were about 300 people who lost their lives um, due to SARS in Hong Kong. Um, but that was before Hong Kong Disneyland even opened. Um, so, so you gotta get a sense that this is kind of a moving target because we really don't know um, how many people are really getting infected by this disease and the limitation of, of good solid information, whether um, people intentionally are holding back that information, people are just ignorant of the information involved, or just it's difficult to get that information. It's hard to know that. Now, that said, NPR noted this weekend that new cases of coronavirus infection have actually slowed down in China, supposedly, and as a result, the country is gradually getting back to work. Authorities and business are taking a range of measures. Um, for instance, while the trains aren't running, local governments are charting uh, buses for workers and so forth. Um, so um, they're kind of doing some things to to get employees where they need to be to get factories up and moving because uh, this disease has tremendously impacted the economy even beyond what we're talking about, well beyond what we're talking about in terms of theme parks. Um, 
Strict quarantine measures designed, NPR continues to say, strict quarantine measures designed to stop the spread of the new coronavirus prevented nearly 300 million migrant workers from returning to their jobs, shutting down one of the largest economies in the world for nearly three weeks and paralyzing global supply chains. Now, actually, there was some rumor, some thought, as, as, um, as cameras were taking pictures, I think drones, of Shanghai Disney, that there is still even some construction going on in Shanghai Disney. You got to understand, you can't just completely close these places and walk away and, you know, kind of turn the key. In fact, actually, when they made the announcement of Shanghai Disney, note that they did not include the ho- the two hotels that Disney was operating. I don't know if those hotels are operating. My guess is that they have finally closed as well. But at the time, they had guests in them and they had to kind of work through that and uh, people coming and going. So to a limited extent, the hotels were probably operating for a while and may even still be operating now, but I doubt that. Um, Yet, you still have an infrastructure you have to maintain and you have to have, if nothing else, security there. And um, um, so let me back up on this and talk about closing parks. Disneyland in California um, is operates daily, but it didn't start that way. In the first many years, in fact, up until Michael Eisner came in the 80s, uh, Disneyland closed during the winter months uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. It would stay open from Thursday to Monday, and then it would close two days in the middle of the week um, to take care of construction. And, and this was a wonderful thing because they could do so much work on the parks while the parks were closed. As the emphasis was put more on um, resorts and on keeping the parks open, uh, that went away. Walt Disney World, when it opened in 1971, was open from day one and stayed open for um, for a very long time, for 28 years before it ever had an unscheduled closure. So we'll come back to that in a minute because that's where we're going to end up with is those two parks. But let me, let me just say that um, Shanghai Disney... I don't think it's going to open uh, in the next month or so. They said that they thought it'd be at least two months. Um, However, um, Shanghai is theoretically beginning to come back into order. Now, Hong Kong has seen fewer than 100 cases since the outbreak began. And they have done a very, they took a very active uh, effort um, to contain the virus before it got out of hand. And so Hong Kong Disneyland closed very shortly afterwards. You've got to understand that um, Hong Kong Disneyland sits on an island separate of actually the main portion of Hong Kong. It actually shares the same island as the main airport of Hong Kong. Um, and, and you also have to understand <laughs> Hong Kong Disney. With, with the strikes going on and with, um, with the protests toward uh, the Chinese government, uh, Hong Kong Disneyland was already having a very crazy uh, experience. Um, there was one point um, kind of almost a lockdown of the international airport in Hong Kong. 
because of protests. And so that affected um, attendance and, and the ability to operate Hong Kong Disneyland. You have to also understand that, you, that, the, that the vast number of employees for Hong Kong Disneyland do not live on that island. They have to get there either by train or by boat. And so if you shut down those mass transportation systems, you don't have a park to run. And so it, it didn't take very long before Hong Kong Disneyland closed, which honestly, because if there was one park to benefit from that, it might be Hong Kong Disneyland. It was already in the middle of doing construction on the castle and in the middle of it, and there are other construction projects. So it, um, it was very involved. Um, the other challenge with Hong Kong Disneyland is that um, there is very little land in Hong Kong. And um, they're already dealing with issues of not being able to handle the population. And there was some challenges before, this, before the parks closed and before the coronavirus became an issue. There were some officials that I guess don't love Hong Kong Disneyland because they were saying, well, I think we ought to put up temporary housing for people uh, because we have such um, housing crisis needs. We ought to put up temporary housing uh, right uh, at Hong Kong Disneyland. Now, you understand if you were to look at a map of Hong Kong Disneyland, you would see uh, it has a park and three hotels. The three hotels face out onto the water. The, hotel, the park uh, sits inland um, and there's an, a, a park and walkway in front of it. On the other side, if you imagine Disneyland and then there's a plaza, big plaza area, and then on the other side is Disney California Adventure. Well, that area is all forest or it's all uh, reserved intentionally for a second park to be built at Hong Kong Disneyland. But they haven't even proved Hong Kong Disneyland to work uh, successfully as a park, I mean, new construction has, has boosted, boosted attendance, but in terms of really being a profit-driven opportunity, most people in, in the South East Asia area are going to other Disney parks, even Disneyland in California, rather than bothering to go to Hong Kong Disneyland because it was so, so small. So here are politicians saying, oh, it's built temporary. Well, the worst thing you want to do is build temporary um, housing across from Hong Kong Disneyland. And so the, hung, the, the company was trying to deal with this kind of sentiment. And then coronavirus breaks out. And, 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 and I guess these same officials who don't like Hong Kong Disneyland come out and say, well, you know, we ought to take over their hotels and just put, their, put infected people there. And well, it's just got to be the worst thing you could do to that resort. Who wants to come stay in that resort afterwards when there have been infected people living inside their hotels? So, so Disneyland kind of acquisition or acquiesced and said, look, um, I'll tell you what, let's put temporary uh, housing across from the park to, to handle, we'll approve temporary housing across the park to handle uh, quarantine situations. And so they agreed to that. Now, has that happened? I don't think so. I don't even think they've, they may have started moving temporary housing facilities in, which um, are, are like um, 
little construction boxes. In fact, if you go to like construction areas like in Asia and like Tokyo Disneyland, you'll see that they have these like trailers that they can almost stack on top of each other. Um, they're boxes kind of things. And that, that way they can create something like temporary housing. They may have started on that at Hong Kong Disneyland, but I don't think they have actually filled anything. Um, so, um, and fortunately they have managed to contain the virus at Hong Kong. The challenge is for them is that the economy has just been depleted because they've just basically shut down the city. Um, but at least they're not having to deal um, with the virus outbreak. Now, all that's occurring at the same time, uh, again, while Hong Kong's numbers are very low, here it's starting to pop up in other places. And so um, Japan announced that they were going to um, close public schools out of an abundance of caution, which just makes so much sense on many levels. But when you close the schools, what are you going to do with those kids? And you can't just say, oh, well, kids, hey, let's all go to Tokyo Disney. <laughs> and so and so Tokyo Disney was kind of folk, uh, forced to kind of close its doors. And so they made an announcement last week that, um, again, out of an abundance of caution, they would close their doors until March 15th, which I believe is the same time period that that the school system is being closed. Um, this is not uh, this is not a great time for Tokyo Disney because they have made a massive investment in their original park, Tokyo Disneyland. Their biggest um, addition to the park since opening is happening on April 15th. So they want to be well back to opening by the time that occurs. They've got a brand new area theme to Beauty and the Beast, which, you know, we have a little area theme to Beauty and the Beast here at, at Magic Kingdom Walt Disney World, but their castle is so much bigger. And in it, they've got a, a major ride that works off the same kind of ride system that their Pooh Honey Hut or the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Train will work on or Rise of the Resistance works on. And so they've got a very cool new ride with animatronic, Belle and Beast and others. And then they've got a big theater and they've got a new little, um, other new little attractions going on to this. This is a big expansion. This could not have happened at a worse time. Um, they're hoping things will subside, things will get better. The hope in all of this is that usually viruses that cause influenza are milder, even coronavirus colds do tend to subside in warmer months. They are seasonal. But scientists studying this disease say, hey, our research is too early to predict how the virus is going to change to warmer weather. Uh, in truth, um, even if you got warm weather, I mean, Hong Kong has warm weather right now um, because it sits at the equator, but it's it's still cold nearby and elsewhere, and they can bring what's contagious with them. So first of all, you got it's not just about getting warm weather where you are, where the park is. You got to get warm weather elsewhere to contain that virus. And even then, we're not sure what the warm weather will do. So this is this has become an issue. Then at the same time last week, the State Department has issued travel advisories to not travel to the Lombard and Veneto regions in northern Italy. There has been this 
pretty major outbreak of the disease, surprisingly of all places, Italy. And so all of Europe is now reacting and responding to this. And one of the things that France did right off the bat was say, okay, public events of 5,000 or more, that's got to be canceled. So immediately, where does the focus go to? Disneyland Paris. Is it going to close? Especially when other smaller places, such as the Louvre, has announced it's going to close. So in a direct message to a guest inquiry online, um, this was shared last at the end of last week. Quote, Disneyland Paris is open and welcomes visitors as usual. We're following the development of the situation in close collaboration with health authorities whose recommendations we follow. Disneyland applies exemplary sanitation procedures as well as high hygiene and cleanliness standards. In truth, attendance is, uh, end of quote, by the way, to that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next days to come, Disneyland Paris also shuts down, which will make the fourth major theme park resort close, leaving only the resorts in the United States open. Now, in truth, you have to understand Disneyland Paris's attendance. Um, attendance is incredibly soft at this time of year. Midweek, this time of year, I've been in Disneyland Paris, and it looks like it's already closed. It's the attendance can be incredibly light if it's a if it's a rainy or snowy day. So, so it's really in the summertime where Disneyland Paris does the business and on weekends as it gets warmer. But so they're not as impacted. But who wants to close another you know Disney theme park? Well, they're going to if it if that's what needs to happen. But but uh, boy, you could see that. Um, all this is occurring and there's uh, there's a lot going on here. Now, um, that brings us to the question, are the parks going to close in the United States, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Well, a couple of things. In terms of U.S. citizens who have been impacted by this virus, um, there have been a total of 89, I believe, 44 that were on that Diamond Princess ship, three that were in Wuhan, um, and then 42 cases in the U.S. Now, what's interesting, um, well, I'll come back to that. Well, what's interesting is that 16 of those cases are in California, 13 are in Washington State, which includes the two fatalities which has thus occurred with the virus. And then the rest are spread, one in Arizona, and it moves uh, two in Oregon, then a few, uh, two in Rhode Island, one in New York. As of last week, the governor in Florida said, as of yet, we have had none in Florida. However, over the weekend, and probably this was the last straw that made me do this podcast, two have been announced in Florida. One is in Hillsboro, which is the Tampa area, and one in Manatee, which is an area just south of Tampa and St. Petersburg, kind of north of Sarasota, Bradenton area. One of those is linked to Italy. They had come back from Italy, so we know that. Those are the two. They're not in the central Florida Orlando area per se, but they aren't far away. Um, the truth is, the thing that 
will probably occur first before the Disney, before Disneyland or Walt Disney World would close, would probably be the Disney Cruise Line. Now, Disney Cruise Line maintains, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line maintains a cleanliness record that is above. Sometimes they have been rated by the CDC who comes anonymously on these ships and, and does these ratings. Sometimes they have gotten perfect scores on these ratings. Um, they have maintained a standard even far above the CDC. That's how you make get 100%, is you develop a standard and a process and a policy above that, which um, is required of you. And Disney has been doing that. So I'm telling you, if you're going to be on a cruise ship, Disney's cruise ships are the best. And, and the ones, and three of them are floating around in the Caribbean where there really is not the impact that is being seen elsewhere globally. If there's a cruise ship to be impacted, it would most likely be the Wonder, who through March is going to be moving from San Diego, again, California, where new incidents are popping up, and down into Mexico. I'm not sure what the impact of uh, coronavirus is in Mexico. Probably not much, but there probably is some. Um, but that's probably where they're going to be impacted first, is on the cruise ship. Other than that, Probably it would go to Disneyland simply because California and Washington State and Oregon, they're showing much more of this than they are showing back east. However, don't miss it. Uh, Walt Disney World is an international place where people are coming and going, and there is a variety of international traffic coming. The Asian traffic coming to Walt Disney World is very small compared to the amount that comes to Disneyland in California. Um, but again, um, so I don't think that'll happen. I think if anything, there might be a slowdown in tourism. That might occur if we see the, the virus continuing on even in warm weather. Um, and it's one situation, there were a small number of cast members who had come back from that region in Italy and they were asked, again, out of an abundance of caution to refrain from coming to work until they could make sure that they were okay. And so far that there's been nothing reported that they've had any problems. So that kind of brings us up to date. Um, in a podcast that I got to say is unusual, probably within a week from now, this podcast may be outdated and all sorts of new things may have occurred. But this gives you a sense right now of where this disease is, how it's impacting parks across the globe, how it may be impacting your next trip. And wanted to present this to you and provide this to you. Always uh, take good care and make sure that you make smart decisions for yourself in any situation. It's always good to wash your hands. If you did nothing else than create a really good habit of washing your hands, boy, we'd reduce a lot of challenges. Uh, in it. So just make practical, smart changes, do the right thing. And as I said before, with Sinbad's um, storybook journey, follow the compass of your heart. And hopefully, uh, good things will come uh, soon. Our prayers, again, are for everyone impacted by this disease or by any uh, healthcare issue. Um, life and health is just so much more important than a theme park. Um, so take care of yourself 
And again, follow the compass of your heart.